Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we've got some pretty worrying stuff about Vince McMahon making WWE changes again. Uh, WWE are reacting to a very acclaimed NXT Battleground show. Which WWE star received a backstage ovation this weekend? Question mark. And a major title change on Monday Night Raw. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Well, let's kick things off with a fightful select report on Vince McMahon, WWE changes, the reactions, all of this stuff. Why am I waving my finger like a wizard? <laughs> I don't know. More of a warlock, personally, than a wizard. Ooh. But hey, uh, yeah, Vince might not be backstage in the company a lot these days anymore, but he is making changes remotely. Yep. Uh, this is the Fightful report here, talking about Vince still, just kind of an update on the situation, he still tweaks things remotely. Um, Paul Triple H Levesque remains WWE's chief content officer and therefore head of creative. <laughs> the quotations are actually puppet strings, by yep. the way. Uh, <laughs> but Vince is still altering things from afar whenever he sees fit. Now, he's not been backstage in WWE since just after WrestleMania 39, when, if you recall, he completely tore an episode of Raw to pieces after going on TV and saying, oh, I won't be in the weeds. <laughs> but look at his funny mustache. Yeah, what? what hmm. Uh, that being said, when Vince is there in person, the changes have been described as, this is a quote, a lot heavier and had less reason to them. Because he's an idiot. Uh, that would be why. Said is that part of the quote? Yeah, I know, that's, uh, that's a bit of Murray for you there. Uh, members of WWE roster have, uh, have heard, however, that the executive chairman is making heavy alterations. Talents have indicated that they have, that they have a bit more promos uh, flexibility yeah. at the moment than when Vince was around uh, full time and WWE's recent European tour has been described as a bit of a morale booster some talent saying it's the best tour they've ever been on which is nice to hear uh, things have improved significantly since Vince stopped being backstage day to day but some talents remain on guard some people are taking like a wait and see approach following mm. Mania Weekend and all of that stuff. And nonetheless, McMahon has opted to work remotely because when he was there last time, according to this report, he saw how chaotic it got. That's probably a, a pretty good Who's sign. Who's causing all this chaos? Yeah, That's what's me. going on? <laughs> I better work from home, pal. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's familiar territory, this, but it just reaffirms that even for Triple H, you know, probably skips the bulk of the show and all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, Daddy-in-law, whenever he <laughs> wants, can just come along and go, nope. Yeah. Can you hold this for a second? Oh, Thank don't you. do it. I'm just. I'm not going to do the gimmick today. This is just... <laughs> right, that's to, to stop me from swearing and, and ruining poor, lovely Ryan Nicholson's day. Um, <laughs> well, you'll have to edit a swear in the ad finally, so... Yes. Dad, don't, don't do it. Don't. We'll Ryan's keep, we'll, a nice we'll man. We'll keep he it limited. Look, 
We said at the time <laughs> when people were like, you know, like the SmackDown after after WrestleMania, people were like, oh my god, Vince isn't backstage. It's not going to be a thing. We were like, yeah, it's going to be a thing. He's just going to do it remotely. He's going to zoom it, brother. And uh, the perfect personification to counteract all this is what was one of the biggest things over Night of, Night of Champions. The long-term storyline of the dissolution of the bloodline, right? If Jim Uso, two weeks into the bloodline, just went, oh, I'm just going to super kick Roman Reigns, <laughs> it wouldn't have got the same reaction. No, no, just let Triple H run it. And also, if you're part of WWE's creative team, I will remind you that sometimes in the arenas, the Wi-Fi oof, can be a bit patchy, so you can just... Ah, sorry, Vince. Ah, sorry, brother, you're breaking up. No signal, mate. Don't call it. But yeah, no but... surprises here. Look, yeah. uh... I think you always can sort of get a sense. I'm not going to be the the shill of like, when WWE is good, it's Triple H, and when it's bad, it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> but sometimes you really can get a sense of like, this is out of nowhere. This feels very Vincey. You, you know his fingerprints when they're on stuff because he wrote the show for 40 years. Yeah. So it's like, it's very easy to identify when he's done something. It's a, like Raw does become sort of Jekyll and Hyde sometimes. Yeah. They're like, right, we're just going to put you immediately over the Street Profits. Now we're going to slow play a story about how all the tag teams are potentially contenders for Kevin Owens. And then we're just going to beat Imperium. Yeah. And then and then actually, no, it's so bad. It's all over. It's, yeah, it's all over. But I tell you what is good within WWE. I've been saying this for ages. NXT. Oh, I thought you were going to scream there. That's oh no! Okay. It's the uh, it's the best show of the week. Some people are saying. Hey, listen. Last week it might have been the best show of the week. It was a, like for the first time ever. This you may have missed this to be perfectly honest because it was a very busy weekend of wrestling. <laughs> um, you obviously had Night of Champions. You had Double or Nothing, and then slightly flying under a little bit under the radar, understandably considering where it is now, was NXT Battleground. But it was. Uh, really well received, wasn't there's, it? It was actually a video going out on this channel about it, 5pm today, UK time, midday Eastern. Look out for it. Hey, look at that. Um, yeah, really well received. Arguably the best show of the weekend, which sounds like me doing my gimmick, but even you said this. Yeah, it was. It was, for me, the best show of the, the three big ones. Mike Johnson of PW Insider reports that NXT uh, personnel were thrilled with Battleground. Uh, some regard it as the developmental brand's Best milestone event in a while. Obviously, they've been doing sort of weird pay-per-views on Tuesday sort of things. Television purview. Yes. Premium TV events. Um, miles ahead of Stand and Deliver, which went down, of course, across WrestleMania weekend. Um, some great matches. Uh, we'll talk about one of the uh, real success stories in a second. Um, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't watched it. It was right? two the, days ago. Yeah. <laughs> the time's after in the bottom, but yeah, even... Come on, I've been in a field and I know what happened. Carmelo Hayes retained his world title. We'll talk a little bit about the women's world title in a second. And Ilya Dragunov and Dijak kicked the crap out of each other in a last man standing match that arguably was the, the best received. But yeah, really happy for them. Yeah, yeah. It was like a really good, light, breezy, easy to watch show. It was like there was no matches longer than 16 minutes. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, these things broadcast on Peacock, which means there's a million adverts between matches. <laughs> yeah, right? this show's still three and a half hours long. Yeah, so if you're, wa you're watching... I think it actually came in at two and a half. Yeah, so that's good. good. But like when you're watching it live, you still have to get through those. But like me, I was watching it the day after. I was like, oh, skip this crap. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't need a Rhea Ripley vignette in the middle yep. of this. I've that's seen all the bad t-shirts that you sell. Yeah, gone. Uh, I think I got By the way, that, that applies to both WWE and AEW. Yeah, a lot of wrestling works these days. It's not the best. Mm -hmm. um, from the major companies, at least. Mm. Yeah, it's a good-ass show, and I'm glad that they received it well. It was definitely a lot better than Stand and Deliver. Uh, I thought every match on the card, honestly, was at least good. Yeah. Uh, and the, it peaked really high with the Dijak-Ilya uh, Dragunov match. But I'll be speaking about that 
a bit more later on Ooh. on that video. I don't want to give too much away about that one. But uh, we'll move over. Sticking with NXT, however, which WWE star got a great backstage ovation? Back, back, backstage. Was it stacks? No, uh, it was Tiffany Stratton. Oh, that's okay. Uh, this is another one from Fightful's like as part of one of their like, what do they call it? Selects? Something like that. They got they do these reports where it's like just little nibbles. That just makes me want a chicken select, brother. Yeah, man. There's like there's like ten of these French fries in a row. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's good stuff. But Great yes, reporting over at Fightful. We always say this. Tiffany got a big ovation backstage after her women's world title win against Lyra Valkyria. Which was the end of the the tournament? Tournament, yeah. Vacant title, injuries, Indy Hartwell, all the whole deal, uh, and I think it's deserved because it was a really great match. It was the, easily the best Tiffany Stratton match I've seen so far. Uh, came with the easy to tell but always works pro wrestling storyline of the babyface entering injured and having to struggle through that and the heel, you know, she taking advantage. NXT, didn't she? Yeah, yeah she, she, was, she yeah. was selling the knee, which we spoke about on the podcast last week. Yeah. There's a plug. Um, so yeah, like it was really good stuff. She's obviously a ground up prospect. She hadn't wrestled at all before WWE. Her background is gymnastics and bodybuilding, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, and she came into WWE in August 2021. She was on TV three months later. It's mental. Um, but yeah, really fast track progress for her and she deserves the ovation. Yeah. Yeah, she has taken this like a duck to water, <laughs> like say. an eel to a pipe. Um, but yeah, uh, look, we've been uh, talking a lot about uh, Tiffany Stratton, um, whose character has been brilliant straight out of the gate. Um, but like you say, you sort of go, oh, okay, it's a funny character, and that's kind of what NXT 2 but A was a little bit about. What? And then we were like, wait a second, yeah, now it's very serious. Um, <laughs> now we were sort of like, wait a second, she can give yeah. pretty like it's no mean feat to say to someone, right, we're going to give you. The best moonsault ever as you finish. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. They're now the prettiest moonsault ever, I do believe, was what she calls it. But yeah, more than deserved for her. Really happy. And yeah, NXT getting its due. Um, yeah, if you haven't watched, watched it, go and check it out and uh, check out the video later on. Yeah. 5 o'clock today, 12 p.m. Eastern. And if you like that video, let us know with some thumbs up, with some comments, with some shares and stuff. The thing is, right, we don't do week-to-week -week NXT coverage on the channel. We don't do the ups and downs and the reports and all of that stuff. Because genuinely, any time we've done it, the viewer response just hasn't been there. The numbers just haven't been there. Um, so tell us with this one by the numbers and we'll see what we can do. No promises, but... Exactly. Have a little... Have a little... Think about it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. But speaking of title changes, sort of, yeah, Tiffany Stratton won the title of the weekend, that counts. Uh, there was a big title change on Monday Night Raw last night. Obviously, the women's tag titles were up for, were up for grabs after that cursed match that injured not only one half of the tag team champions, Liv Morgan, uh, but also Dakota Kai. And as always, from all of us here at What Culture, get well soon to both of them. It was a four-way, uh, and the new champions are Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler for Ronda's first tag team title reign and Shayna's third, I believe. I think so. Two yeah. with Naya, Naya, I think it was. Yeah, I don't think you know, even... <laughs> Forget about all these random it was, tag teams. It was, it was in the Pando yeah, yeah. times. It was a it weird was. time, certainly. Um, yeah, there was also in that match uh, Damage Kataral, represented by Bailey and Eo Sky, Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville, uh, and Raquel Rodriguez, the former champion, and new partner Shotzi. Unfortunately, it was Shotzi who uh, lost the match. Uh, she jumped off the top rope straight into a Ronda Rousey armbar, which is one of the worst things in the world that can probably happen to you. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to them. I think it was fairly obvious that was what was going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, Ronda Rousey has needed a bit of a bit of a change for her yeah, character. Was... Hopefully, this is it, because I'd like to see her go around just destroying the tag team division yeah, for a bit. Yeah, kick, kicking ass. Uh, it was inevitable, this title change, so you might as well do it last night, right? Yeah. Uh, bit of a cursed situation, of course, with Liv and Dakota both going oh. down and various switch-ups and obviously best wishes to them in their recoveries. Um, but yeah, I'm glad the belts are on them. Um, two killers not always been presented in an ideal way over the past... Have I spoken to you before about when uh, Shane and Baszler faced Becky Lynch at WrestleMania? Yes. I'm not sure I've mentioned this. Yeah, maybe once or twice uh, <laughs> in the past minute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, theoretically, I think this is a good move and... Uh, Obviously, it's not just a thrown-together tag team no. either. It's two people who've been friends for like a decade or something crazy. Uh, maybe even longer. I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner, if anything. Me too, actually. Uh, you thought I thought for a while that it was going to be like the heavy for Ronda when she yeah. was champion. But yeah, I like this as a, as a change. Good. It's good. And I, I've genuinely... I'd, I'd have them hold until WrestleMania now. I genuinely can't picture a yeah, team do something with these right now that, that could take it off them. But yeah. yeah. And they've got, you know, the likes of Caden Carter, Katana Chance... Um, I was going to say Dan in NXT, they got called up as well, they didn't did. they? So did the Wizards. Because they were like, yeah, the, uh, Isla Fire Dawn, and Isla yeah. Because they were like, we'll take the tag titles off you, keep them for NXT, and then the next day they got called up as well. I was like, 
What's the point of this match then? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> but yes, congratulations to Rhonda and Shayna. Let us know your thoughts on that in the comments below. We'll move on now, though, to your Twitter questions. At WhatCultureWWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Brian George starts it off. Uh, right, morning, guys. Morning, Brian. Hello. Uh, since Gunther has brought prestige back to the Intercontinental title, could we see the Money in the Bank winner challenge him? He's made the title a big deal. It seems like it would be justified. Obviously, you've had the Money in the Bank briefcase used for the US title with Austin Theory. Yeah. And Gunther yeah. alluded to this last Last night in a promo with Matt Riddle. Yeah, you could do. Uh, they've certainly done a good job of elevating the IC title. It feels, you know, for years and years and years, we we fancifully booked the idea that this could be some kind of prestigious workers title again in WWE. And it was always a bit silly because they were never going to do that in previous years. But yeah. they have done it now with Gunther. And it's no surprise that this has happened while somebody else has been uh, penning the majority of the material. Certain changes paying off there. So expect him lose it via roll-up next week on Raw. Yeah, to, 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 I don't know, like, Otis or something. Or uh, what um, was the name of the kid, Nicholas? Yeah, <laughs> he's Nic back! He's, oh my God! He's 15 now. <laughs> um, he's got an attitude. <laughs> he's turned heel. A little child has turned heel. Um, personally, I would still stick with the top titles. I think, like, Money in the Bank itself does need to be elevated again a little bit because I'm a bit fed up of, of, of the opportunistic... Yeah, even the past few babyface cash-ins have been like, I'm going to pick my shot, but it's going to be after you've wrestled. Yeah, I felt like, sorry for Big E. That felt like a bit of a, yeah. well, we need the ratings bump, so we're just going to tell people in advance. Yeah, or, and, and if you're going to tell people in advance, fine, but maybe like have the challenger champion yes. be fresh so it's more yeah. of a babyface triumph. But yeah, I'd like to see them stick with the world titles at the moment, but I don't think this is like a bad idea. Yes, exactly. Strategy. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be as angry as I was when he cashed in for the US title, despite the fact the US title was being defended in open challenges every week. Yeah, pretty easy. You just show up and go, hey, buddy. Is Co Cody's not winning Money in the Bank, is he? Nope. <laughs> he's fighting Brock at SummerSlam, baby. <laughs> or maybe he's fighting Brock at Money in the Bank. I don't know, but it seems to be the fact. There's, there's a tiny bit of me there. There's the, so you're telling me there's a chance that he's done this open challenge. He did it on Raw last night to Brock. Brock's not going to answer. Cody's going to be like, well, best get on with my job. Uh, win Money in the Bank and still call his shot at SummerSlam and then Brock be his first opponent. But... I don't think we're really heading in that direction anymore. I think there's a chance we end up with Brock versus Seth for the WWE title. Interesting. Bloody hell. <laughs> we're bringing it back. The classic feud. <laughs> uh, Jason Krull gives us our second question of the day. If talent exchanges were still a thing, wouldn't WWE allowing William Regal to be with the BCC at Wembley and AEW allowing Christian to tag with Edge in Canada one more time be a fair exchange? Ooh, interesting. That involves both companies getting along. I think William Regal uh, maybe upset a few people. This is just me speculating, but there's been some people in AEW who in interviews and stuff have alluded to some things that may have occurred. So I don't know if this would even be something that they'd want mm. to do, AEW. Uh, like, I love William Regal, but I guess some stuff happened backstage that we're not privy yeah. to. Um, a fair trade. I think that would benefit WWE more. I think Christian yeah. going to WWE would benefit... WWE well, he can work, more. can't he, rather than just be Yeah, there. Regal would just kind of be an appearance for a pop. So I think you would need to come up... So, like, if you were to weight these, Christian, heavyweight, good stuff, uh, Regal's kind of... I think you'd need to balance it out a bit more. Yeah, you have to give a, a legend to AEW and a worker to... Yeah, no. You need to balance yes. them. You need to balance them. Who could? Who's in WWE that could wrestle? Like you'd have. I think you'd probably have to go. Hey, Seth Rollins, go to AEW and wrestle John Moxley for yes. all time's sake. Something like that. And this is not against Jason, but I will just make a sort of 
overarching statement about all this. Just because people are British, they don't have to be the Wembley show for AEW. <laughs> like, AW, the British AEW fans will be happy with, like, just Pac and Will Ospreay, let's say. Yeah. And, you know, Jamie, uh, Jamie Hayter, obviously, if she's, is, if she's well enough. Soraya. Like, you don't have to bring loads of British Im imports into <laughs> AEW. Like, they want the, the, the tickets have been sold because people want to see an AEW yeah. show, right? Sorry, Nigel, from EastEnders, you're not getting a gig. <laughs> oh, yeah, Phil Mitchell. Oh, no, oh, get God. Phil Mitchell in, brother. Oh, my God, that's Phil Mitchell. Mr. Blobby, obviously. Forklift comes through the wall. It's Phil Mitchell, he's here. <laughs> Uh, frankly, Salinas gives us our final question of the day, writing, Guys, I'm a fan of all wrestling. It annoys me when AEW fans bring up the fact that Roman has only 28 title defences in three plus years, but don't complain that MJF has two title defences since November. What are y'all's thoughts? Couldn't give a crap less. I could not care. Like, no disrespect to your good self, sir. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't care about stuff like this. I could not give a hoot. Like, legitimately, it's... It's so pointless. Why would you get annoyed about any of this? I just, I don't understand it. Who gives a flying F what silly conversations people are having on Twitter? Why, why do we let this stuff kind of impact us in any sort of way? Let the silly people have their discussions. Let them bicker about complete nonsense. Hit mute, move on, get on with your day. I could not give a crap. No. I'm sorry, that's a bit of a burial. No, I, I completely but I agree. Don't, I don't give an SHIT. This is nonsense. I think it's one of those things where it, uh, there's many things that you can throw... I don't enjoy it, but there's many people who can throw mud between AEW and WWE and pick faults and this, that, and whatever, right? But just because you defend the title a lot doesn't make it a good title reign and just because you don't defend the title a lot doesn't make it a bad title yeah, reign. Yeah, people are just idiots. Like, people argue and I'm talking about the people having these oh, this is bad. This is like the two day, two defences and 28 defences. Those people. Not not yourself. No, no, no. Um, people are just numpties. They only they apply no nuance. They're incapable of doing so. Online discourse on every single topic is complete rubbish. It's not worth participating in. Debates online are completely useless. People stick to one tiny thing. They ignore everything else. They build straw man arguments. They argue points you're not even making. They just, they're hiding behind a little avatar that's like a cartoon <laughs> of Roman Reigns as a furry or something. It's just like- <laughs> Wait a, a second. It's a complete waste of your time, my friends. Like, just don't indulge this stuff. Don't even acknowledge it and go, hey, this is silly. I don't do that anymore. I used to do it quite a lot because it wound me up as well. So I understand the headspace, but I just don't have time for this no. stuff. It's rubbish. You may have stumbled onto a new WWE t-shirt designed for Roman Reigns as a furry. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the goat one, hasn't he, now? Hey, shout out to all the furries out there, man. Hey, yeah. Like, like they're, and Roman Reigns, why not? Like, he could be, uh, I don't know. What, what kind of animal does... Knowledge. I suppose a dog, obviously. He's yeah. a big dog. He's the big dog. But, um... Yeah, I've been in a field for three days with no signal, and I've got to say, it's the best wrestling discourse I've had for quite yeah. some time. It's like when people were like getting upset about that Britt Baker t-shirt and going, oh, this is domestic violence and stuff, and it's like, oh my God. It's like It must be exhausting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's exhausting just looking at it, which is why I don't bother anymore. This tribal stuff is the worst thing to happen to wrestling since w WCW closed up. What do we say? Up. What do we say? Guys, you can like more than one wrestling show. You can like two. You can only like WWE and AEW. That's the only ones you can like. There's no other wrestling out there. And you know what you MLW's do? not doing anything impact. Yeah, like, go to Japan, go to Mexico. Yes. Like, yeah, there's no, nothing good over in Japan. Yeah, Progress just had their Super Strong Style weekend. Like, this. I think a better use of people's time instead of worrying about the conversations that complete numpties are having on Twitter is just go and watch a match from mm. CMLL or Progress or yeah. Defy or and something. Look, don't get carried away and listen and just 
parrot responses from your favourite podcast that aren't even recognised by the right people within the industry. Uh, Andy, let's move on to today's and finally. <laughs> and, uh, watch this clip from the uh, press conference from AW Double or Nothing with one... Oh, let me, who's, who's that there? Oh, yeah, it's my best friend, Mike Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> Michael. Michael. Michael, as I like Big to call Mike. him. Big <laughs> Mike. Let's see what he's got to say when uh, Michael Sidgwick, that's why I've got it confused. Maxwell Sidgwick, asked, asked him a question at the press conference. Let's see what um, Maxwell had to say. Hello, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture Wrestling. Um, you've expressed your disdain. I just want to time out. One of the only professional wrestling podcasts that's actually worth it. <laughs> there you go. What culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. A Thanks, man of Max. impeccable taste. My best friend, or as I like to call him apparently, Mike. Mike Jacob Friedman, and we've got Michael Jacob Sidgwick. And if know. you haven't checked it out, check out all the stuff from the guys over in Las Vegas. The ups and downs. It's completely mental. Looks chaotic, let's yeah. say. <laughs> it's like a mosh pit. It's amazing. Yeah, go and check that People out. People show well. up. It's, all, it's really sick to see. Uh, but yes, uh, amazing. That's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, if you like podcasts, wrestling podcasts, what culture wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, where today the quality, co- the quality content is going to be me sitting in a room talking to myself about Monday Night Raw because we are the skeleton crew. It's me, Andy and Ryan. And I think that's it today. Yep. <laughs> Good luck, everyone. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts, Twitter questions for tomorrow when hopefully things get somewhat back to normal. Uh, at What Culture WWE. Watch, they can follow both of us. Follow Andy Murray at. At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hey, life will never be normal again. Nope. You can follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, like, share, subscribe. And as Andy mentioned, ups and downs. If you're panicking later on today, going, where is it? It's going to be a day late because. Are they, are they in the air right now? Planes are flying, yes. people are moving. They might be filming it on the plane, but they have no way of publishing it until tomorrow. So Raw Ups yeah. and Dad's going to be a day late. Like, actually, I've heard Simon Miller's filming it in the cockpit. He's flying the plane, he's doing ups and downs. Is there no end to this man's talent? I'm joking. <laughs> right, uh, imagine. <laughs> I would not. Really. Slapping his head in the cockpit. He's such a charismatic man, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they were like, actually, yeah, do you want to? Have a quick go, yeah, Simon. Yeah, let me have a shot. I bet he'd nail it as well. He's oh, just great at everything. Absolutely. Simon. He just soared down gracefully. I think he might. Do you think the baldy chance going to get a brown down on the... Uh, yeah, Baron, that's abuse. Anyway, thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.